Hi guys, it's me again, the blonde chick. I'm back. Yay! Ah, it's been a long, long week and it's still Thursday. I don't know what to do with that. Anyway, as usual, I really didn't plan anything because... And it's not because I don't try, trust me. I actually wrote some crap down and I was like, Bleh. I just let whatever comes out my mouth come out my mouth. And it's usually because it's connected directly to my brain without a filter. I lost that filter. You know, the filter between your brain and your mouth where that actually filters out the things you probably should not say out loud. Yeah, it's been missing for quite some time. Or, at the very least, it's got holes in it. So, parts of what I think that I'm not supposed to say out loud come out. And it makes this kind of garbled language. Where I say half of what I think and... Everything that I probably should say. So, it's kind of like, you know, uh, this is good, but this is what I think kind of sentence yeah anyway um I have been meaning to do this podcast and to be honest with you I did do it and then I went to publish it so you guys could listen to it it was a full 45 minutes and it just magically disappeared you know and I was like no streetcar named Desire. Stella! For those of you who don't know what that is, Google it. He was gorgeous. He's very gorgeous. Oh my god, that's gorgeous, man. Anyway, uh, what I did the podcast actually stuck with me, so I actually remember it. So this time we might have a topic. Yay! Um, It was basically about respect and what that means and the basics of it. Because I keep running into people who don't understand what that means, respect. And a lot of people these days are under, especially the younger generation, they're under the misconception that you have to earn respect. No. Respect is not something that is earned. Respect is something that is given. Okay? You are born with respect in your body to give it to others. Okay? And to receive it from others. Okay? Respect is a form of love. If you respect someone, you love someone. And if you love someone, you respect someone. It's that simple. Now, trust, which is completely different from respect, that is something that you earn. That is something that has to be earned with words that come out of your mouth, actions, okay, and thoughts. Okay, that is trust. That is something that's earned. Because I can respect you for the simple basics, things like you breathe air. 
You're a human being. You're of sentient intelligence. You have feelings. You exist. I can respect you for that and not trust you a lick. And there's quite a few people who I respect, but I don't trust. Not even with a hair on my head. No. Okay. But I try my best to live my life by respecting other people, by continually reminding myself, and I think this is something we all need to work on, that this is a person, this is someone with feelings, for the very simple fact of that, that they have to eat, sleep, and poop just like I do to exist in this world, I need to respect them for that, if nothing else. Respect them for the fact that they are another sentient being, no matter how stupid they are, okay? That they have feelings and emotions, and they bleed, and they can be hurt, just like I can, okay? And I believe if we could do this, like make this become a daily habit, because it's hard. It's hard because there's so many disrespectful people out there. And a lot of them don't know that you're, they're disrespectful. But here's the thing. They will know if you show them. Because as we were all taught when we were kids about that golden rule. Mommy taught us, you know, this is a golden rule. Mommy said, you know, you treat others how you want to be treated. That is respect. Okay? And it's important, I think, that if we do that, you know, the world will be a better place. Really do. I have this strong feeling. It's a very passionate, strong feeling about this that there are no words to describe it because it's just. I know that's just kind of like boring and stuff. It's just that it's hard to describe how I feel about something that should be common sense to everyone but it isn't which makes no logical sense and you guys know how I am about stuff that doesn't make any sense if it doesn't make any sense I become that dumb blonde and I'm like what I don't I don't get it could you repeat that I get a little slow when it doesn't make logical sense I'm respecting others makes logical sense because okay (laughs) if you respect yourself it should be easy to respect others but therein lies the problem if you have no self-respect how are you going to expect someone to respect you oh gosh that what really grinds my gears These people are walking around on this planet with no self-respect whatsoever for how they carry themselves, for how they speak to other people, for how they talk, you know. It's possible for you to disrespect yourself. It is. 
when you disrespect yourself, you're setting yourself up for failure. I don't know why that is like something we don't talk about, we should talk about, that we should teach our children. First off, one, respect is love. It is. Bottom line, no ifs, ants, buts, or booties about it, okay? Respect is love, okay? Because it takes a lot of effort to respect something or someone. And if you're willing to put in the effort, that's love. Because if you don't respect someone, why waste your time or something? Why waste your time with it? Don't put forth the effort. But I I teach my children, especially my daughters, respect yourself. No one's going to respect you if you don't first respect yourself. That means know how to say no. If someone's asking you to do something that you know is wrong just so you can look cool in front of everybody else, like, no, I respect myself enough to know that that can get me into a lot of trouble, and I don't want that drama in my life. So do you. I respect myself. I love myself too much to stoop that low to that level. I think that as parents, and I can say this because I am a parent of pretty much teenagers now, um, that we need to teach this to children when they're young, when they're like five and six and younger, you know, when they start talking, we need to start talking to them about self-respect. Because I, I, I realized that if my parents had taught me about self-respect, and respecting others at an extremely young age, I think that would have changed a lot of what I went through as a child. I'm not saying I went through anything traumatizing. Well, to a certain extent I did, but uh, we all go through traumatizing things as children, okay? We all get bullied, you know? Schools, oh, not cool like they try to make it out to be. It's not, school is not cool. There's no respect in schools. You don't get respect from teachers. You don't get respect from administrative. You don't get respect from your classmates. You don't get any of that because no one has been taught. And the funny thing is, they have these little rules in the classrooms that say, respect others. Respect others, their things, and their property. The thing is, they don't teach respect in school. They don't teach the kids to know what that means, but you expect them to do it. Don't make a rule if you're not going to explain it to them. Because nowadays, the youngest generation that's around, the ones that are 7, 8, 9, and 10, they don't know what that word means. They don't. I've seen kids just talk to their parents, grown adults, any kind of way and the parents are like what did you say to me and I'm like it's your fault that's all I really say it's your fault your child talks to you like that because they have no respect for you because you don't respect them and you haven't taught them as a parent it is our job to teach our children to respect themselves to know that that is disrespectful to themselves first off for saying something like that to anybody that is rude and disrespectful and just inappropriate okay but it's also disrespectful to not only the person you're saying it to but to others around you who have to hear it if you are not going to teach your child respect at least teach them courtesy 
teach them to be cordial. And you'd be surprised that a lot of parents don't know what that word means. Being courteous or cordial, okay, or being civilized. Because a lot of parents aren't cordial, courteous, civilized. To be honest with you, I think in this day and age, we've become somewhat, as far as interaction with others, we've become a bit savage. And I know that's like a really cool word now, but it still means barbarian. We treat each other like barbarians. You know, tear each other down just because we can to show you that we're better than you. That's what barbarians do. That's what savages do. And that's how we, as a species, treat each other. And it doesn't, and here's the thing, we try and nitpick and say, oh, it has to do with this. It has to do with race. It has to do with gender. It has to do with sexual orientation. No, it doesn't. Because you, that's an excuse for you to blame why you do it on. No, you do it because you want to. Okay. You don't need a reason to be disrespectful. No one does. But nine times out of ten, people do have one. Yeah. And it's usually because they've got something going on in their life and they see you living without that problem and they don't like it. And they want everyone to feel sorry for them or... And I mean... We all get upset, we all get depressed, but that's no reason to go around making other people, disrespecting people, because we've, we're upset. There's no point in us dragging other people down because even if we do, it's not gonna make us feel any better. But we don't teach our children this. I do, I do my best too. I'm like, and they, you can ask my kids, and they're like, I tell them all the time, ah, 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 you're being disrespectful, especially to my, my son. He loves to tease his sisters. He loves to pick on them. He likes to roast them. He loves to do that. And I'm like, stop it. You're being disrespectful to your sisters. And I know in the long run, that's probably going to give them a really tough skin. But he needs to understand that that is not okay. That that is disrespectful. And not only is he doing that to his sisters, he's doing that to himself. Because when you say mean, hateful things, it makes you sound like a mean and hateful person. And if you sound like a mean and hateful person, you become a mean and hateful person. And mean and hateful people on the inside are ugly. Do you really want to be ugly? And I explain that to my son. Like, do you really want to be an ugly person? No. Then stop. I said, and there's consequences to that. He's like, consequences? I said, yeah, there's consequences to that. Because one day, you're going to do it. You're going to disrespect them so bad that they're going to turn around and beat you up. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go find a Coke and some popcorn. And I'm going to sit and watch. And you know what? I'm not going to stop it because this is karma. I make it a point not to get involved. When karma shows up, I sit back and I watch the show. Some people have limits to what they're willing to tolerate, especially for disrespectfulness. Usually, it ends in violence. Disrespectfulness usually ends in violence. If you notice that, pay attention, okay? If you disrespect someone, 
over and over and over and over and over and over again. It ends one of two ways. Either you lose that person completely for good. They cut you off. Or, pardon my French, you get your ass whooped for it. And I've seen it like that all of my life. It's the same. You either get cut out of their life because you can't seem to get your your act together and behave like a civilized human being and be respectful. You get cut out or you get cut up. <laughs> That's why I tell one of my, oh my God, and I'll tell complete strangers, you know, if I'm in this room, like, uh-uh, no, that's disrespectful. Don't do that. That's not necessary. You don't have to yell at that person like that. That is disrespectful. No, and you're not just disrespecting them. You're disrespecting you. Stop it. If you can't handle it like a civilized human being, you need to leave. That's respectful. If you don't have your emotions in check, you need to seek professional help because something's wrong if you can't control yourself. Something's really wrong. There's a chemical imbalance in your brain if you cannot control yourself. It's called ADD, okay? And it's called ADHD, okay? You need to be on some meds if you just walk around disrespecting people like that for no reason. Okay, I will call people out on that. I do not tolerate that. And no one else should. If someone's being disrespectful to you, call them out on it. All you have to do is say, you know what? You're being really disrespectful. And because I respect you and I respect myself, I'm walking away from it. You want to disrespect something? There's a wall. There's a car. There's the ground. Do it to that. But you will not do it to me because I will not tolerate it. And walk off. I don't. I'm not going to stand anywhere, sit anywhere, and let someone just disrespect me to my face. If you're upset, I understand that. Okay? But there's a way to tell me you're upset respectfully. Okay? It goes a little something like this. You know what? I'm a little upset. I'm sorry you're upset. Why don't we sit and talk about it? And maybe we can find a solution to this problem that has nothing to do with you yelling, clapping in my face, snapping your fingers, moving your neck around, you know, yelling at me. Okay? Because all of that doesn't accomplish anything. If anything, it just makes me tune you out. And I've had someone just get in my face and start yelling at me, and I'm like, I wait till they're finished. I listen to them, but I actually wait until they're finished. And when they're done hollering, yelling, and screaming, and, you know, I'm like, you done? You finished? Like, yeah, I am. Okay. You can leave now. What? You can leave now. If you're done yelling and screaming, leave. But you didn't listen to it. I didn't have to. Why should I listen to yelling? I'm not going to listen to yelling. I'm not going to do that. You wasted your time coming to me, yelling at me about something I really could care less about. So, you wasted, you've been yelling for about 10 minutes. 10 minutes of your precious time that God has given you on this earth to yell at me. When you know that if you yell at someone, 9 times out of 10, they're not. 
Do you listen to your kids when they yell at you? No, you don't. You tell them to shut up, sit down, don't talk to you. When you learn to speak to me in your indoor voice, then I'll listen to you. And that's basically what I did. I said, you know what, when you, when you find your indoor voice, then you can come talk to me. But if you're going to yell at me, I'm going to block you out. And now you're all worn out, tired. You need to go home and take a nap. And when you get done with your little nap, come back. And we can try this again. But if you think that I'm just going to entertain this foolishness and disrespectfulness, no, I'm not. I'm not. Because right now, you just made yourself look like a complete idiot. You embarrassed yourself because you were yelling at me. I No. No. And I hope all of you get that kind of mentality. Mentality that I respect myself too much to entertain this. This stupidity. This foolishness. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry, my time is too precious. We have, we all have a limited amount of time. We all have expiration dates. And I don't recall God giving us a stamp on the bottom of our foot telling us where it is and what day it is and what time it is and what year it is. So that means that our expiration date can happen in any moment. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to waste what amount of time I might have left on disrespectful people. I'm just not. I'm not. And the, the thing that really kind of grinds my gears is that we're not teaching kids this before they go to school. We're not teaching this kids to kids who are already in school. And then we wonder why there's bullying. Oh my God. We wonder why there's bullying because we don't teach our kids to respect each other because we don't respect each other. Oh my. It's like a vicious cycle that just keeps going. And I'm like, why? And my thinking is, what can I do to even put a break or even a chip in that cycle? Because I know once you start chipping at something, it's kind of easier to get stuff to chip off. And that's, I found my purpose. I found my purpose for this podcast, you know. And yeah, I'm still going to talk about the stupidness and foolishness that happens to me in daily life. But it's mostly going to be about respecting yourself on a daily basis and respecting others on a daily basis and getting you guys to spread that message of respectfulness okay because we're supposed to respect everything I mean we're on this gorgeous planet and yeah we have to share it but we don't respect this beautiful planet enough to take care of it. But a lot of people are catching on that we need to start respecting this planet. We need to start taking, hey, the, the, hey, dude, if you, if you don't know by now, <laughs> let me fill you in, okay? Earth is your home, not your house, not your apartment, not your car not your job. Earth is your home. 
And until we can form a colony on the moon or Mars or wherever in the galaxy, okay, Earth is home. Just accept it and start trying to, it's, and it's like you're, okay, you have to think that Earth is your house, okay? Do you really want to live in a dirty house? Do you really want to live in a polluted house? Ew. No. That's disgusting. No. You don't want to live on a planet like that. So, respect the earth. Recycle. Reuse. Reduce. All those wonderful things. And it's not that much of an effort. It's not. It's not. Make a few phone calls. You can learn everything. Google it. You can learn everything you need to know. Okay. Respect yourself by taking care of your body. Be careful what you put in it. Okay. Take care of the outside and the inside. Okay. Your skin is important. Okay. And me being a makeup artist, your skin is really important. You only get what covers you now. You will never get any more. Okay. And even if you do, it will not be the same. Okay. Wear sunscreen. Wear sunscreen. Okay. Wear sunscreen. Try and smile. Okay. Smiling actually takes a lot less muscles in your face to do than frowning. And you probably didn't know that, but that's a little tidbit for you. It takes more muscles in your face to frown than it does to smile. You're worried about wrinkles. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'd rather have laugh lines than frown lines. Frown lines make you look at least five to six years older. Laugh lines, they make you look like you've lived a very good life. I'm sorry, but I'd rather live like I look like I lived a very good life than look like I'm six or five years older than I really am. I'm sorry, I'm just not, no, I like laughing too much. I do, I'm sorry, funny things, I'm, I'd rather have laugh lines. And like I tell, you know, people like, you're, when I'm not wearing makeup, they're like, you look so different than from when you're wearing makeup. Oh, really? Yeah, you look older. Really? Well, I'm sorry, this is my face, if you don't like it. And it looks like a roadmap. If you don't like it, don't look at it. If you don't like it, don't look at it. Okay. The space has been places. Has yours. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> if you don't like my face, don't look at it. Okay. If you don't like looking at me, don't. You have the option to look away. Please choose wisely. <laughs> but know also that I have the option for looking away from you too. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's just, we need to be more respectful of our planet, of the people who live here, of the creatures who live here, because I don't care what you guys think, we're stuck here together, because NASA is so not working on a colony, mm-mm, no, and even if they are doing it secretly, they're not taking us, <laughs> they're not taking any of us regular everyday people they're not taking us so just kind of 
get that out of your mind that you will ever live on the moon. And you know what? That is something I've always wanted to do. It's kind of like a bucket list thing, but it's not really on a bucket list because it's never going to happen, at least not in my lifetime. I know for sure because NASA's just not going to get there. I'm sorry with all the advancements in technology. We're so not focused on another planet. (laughs) NASA and scientists care more about cell phones, laptops, and computers and Wi-Fi than they do about us possibly ever moving to another planet or colonizing another planet. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. I don't see it happening in the next 50 years either. I just, I just don't. I just, I don't, I don't see it happening. They, I'm sorry, people do not care about living on the moon. They don't. They really could care less. They don't. They don't care about, you know, and you're probably thinking, well, they had all these missions to Mars. Of course they have had all these missions to Mars because they want us to think we're actually, they're actually doing something. (laughs) They're not doing anything. They bring those rocks and samples back to Mars. They look at them for about 45 days and then it just sits in a museum somewhere. That's it. They're not doing anything with that crap. They're not trying to see if we could actually survive on Mars. They're not doing any of that. They're trying to see if there's anything up there resourceful that we could use to make better cell phones. That's what they're doing. And I told my I told my sister this one time. She's like, you know what? That makes sense. <laughs> they don't care. Oh my god. <laughs> They're not trying to build, you know, places where we could possibly if we run out of land to live on, if we could possibly live underwater. No! Or underground. Oh, they're not doing, they're not thinking about the population and the space we might need. They don't care about the crowd. They don't, they don't care that, you know, there's still, oh, and there's still a possibility of California falling in the ocean and Louisiana just disappearing underwater. They don't care. I'm sorry, people. I hate to burst your bubble, but the scientists don't care because if they did, they would have tried to do something about it already or at least attempted to, and they're not. They don't care. I'm sorry. And you're probably like, she's really laughing. I am because I'm, 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 I don't see, unless someone. <laughs> Jetsons. I remember the Jetsons movie when I was a little girl. I was like, oh, we're going to be like the Jetsons. No. The Jetsons came out so long ago. We're still not at the Jetsons level. <laughs> we were supposed to already have flying cars flying around in the air. I was so not disappointed when it didn't happen. <laughs> oh. We thought for when I was a kid, I for thought for sure we would be, you know, intergalactically traveling, but no, no. We can barely get people to care about the planet that we live on. Why would anyone care about any other planet that we have nothing to do with? Or for that matter, getting there. So um, yeah, I kind of lowered my standards on that. Oh, until we start respecting each other. 
and our planet more, that's not going to happen. There will never be interstellar space travel, at least not in our lifetimes. I'm sorry. Okay, we can't even solve the ozone layer problem, so... And I know that's mean and horrible, and I probably should not laugh, but you have to think about it. The ozone layer problem is a problem we've had for an extremely long time, okay? And they're just now figuring out what we could possibly do to fix it. (laughs) We have all these geniuses and scientists, just not all over the world, but just in our country. And they still can't figure out crap. And I know that a lot of that has to do with funding. If they don't have the money to do the experiments, that is very, very frustrating for them and very, very limiting. Limiting. But (laughs) it's not the scientists' fault completely because they have to eat and pay bills too. The fact that the government would rather spend money on warheads and firearms and, you know, things for military use than finding out a way to save the environment with a more permanent solution. just everyone do your best at recycling because that's basically what they're like just every, if everyone recycled we could fix this <laughs> that is the stupidest idea yes recycling does work yes you should recycle i am a firm believer in that i recycle any chance i get okay a lot of my stuff is from recycled things that me and my kids and i have made okay But if you honestly think that you're going to get an entire country, and I believe that if everyone in America actually did recycle, like faithfully, it would make a tremendous difference. But telling us to recycle, (laughs) not going to happen. No, I'm sorry, but there's some people who are very disrespectful and don't care enough to do what the government says. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you're telling people to do this. This is not going to work. You have to come up with a backup plan. And yes, more and more people are actually starting to recycle. And it makes me happy that more and more people are starting to learn how to respect their planet and the fact that they don't want to be a part of its destruction. I think that is awesome. I think that is fabulous. I think that you should give yourself a big pat on the back and have a cookie and some ice cream okay over that just make sure you do something you know recyclable with that carton of ice cream okay um with what's left over uh but until the government and they're not going to do this because as all presidents i won't say presidents I want to say it's all governments. To a certain extent, they're lazy. I mean, seriously, think about it. They're so disrespectful. If you watch CNN and you look at the House of Representatives, the House of Congress, for people who are actually doing speeches, see how empty some of those seats are. And the seats that aren't empty are usually filled with people who are asleep 
or reading the newspaper, not paying attention to the person who's actually speaking about something that's important. So, if our government is being ran by people who don't show up to work, (laughs) I just find that hilarious. And I find it very disrespectful to the people of America because we voted for these idiots. <laughs> and it's, it's, oh God, that there are no words for, if you think I'm lying, turn on CNN and watch, because you can watch Congress on TV. You can watch what they do all freaking day in, in, in that building where they're supposed to be listening and count how many people are present. And then once you've done that, write it down. And then count how many people are asleep. Okay? And subtract that from the people who are there. Okay? And then count how many people who are actually paying attention to the speaker. Okay? And then subtract that from that number. And you'll see how many people who are actually doing their job. You will cry. Because I did. I did it. I did that. I was like... Oh, and don't let there be a holiday. Okay, not even a federal holiday. Don't let it be Valentine's Day. Ain't nobody showing up on Congress. There's no one showing up on Capitol Hill, I promise you. It is empty. It is dead. There's nobody there. They're all at restaurants celebrating the holiday of love. And I'm rambling, but... That kind of stupidity, it fascinates me because people actually think it's okay. (laughs) That's not, it's not. But you know what the sad part about it is? After I get done laughing, it, it it really depresses me and it makes me sad, is that no one's going to do anything about it. No one's doing anything about it. I'm not a very political person. I'm, I've, with all that's happened, even before Trump, with all that's happened, and you guys know I don't talk about political stuff, but with all that's happened over the lifespan of when I was able to understand how this country somewhat works, I, I'm indifferent. Yes, the stupidity is hilarious. The crap that they pulled on Capitol Hill is just... <laughs> it's riotous. It's, it's, it's worthy of Academy Awards, okay? And Oscars, okay? And Grammys, because some of the crap they do is worth it. It's just funny. Because they think it's okay to act like idiots when running this country. But that's not the point. The point is, I've been different about it. There's... I remember my sister calling me and she said, girl, have you heard this? I'm like, oh Lord, what drama? She says, they're trying to ban or pass a bill that mom, that mothers cannot carry their children for nine months. My response was, have they, has someone talked to God about that? Because that's his problem. That's, you know, that's not something man decided that women shall carry children for nine months. Okay. No. That has nothing to do with man. That was a decision God made. Now, if you, if someone's heard word from God, you know, 
then we have something to talk about. But until then, I don't see how that's man's realm. I don't see how man has any say in that. And not only that, it's not necessarily nine months, okay? The baby comes, and I've had three of them, and they've all been natural births. That baby comes when that baby wants to come. It don't have to be nine months. It can be eight. It can be seven. It can be 10. It can be 12. Okay. It could be 11. It don't matter. That baby's going to come out when that baby wants to come out. When your body says, okay, it's time to push this baby out. That's when the baby's coming. You can try and predict it all you want, but that doesn't mean the doctor's right. Predicting a pregnancy is like predicting the future. There's too many possibilities for you to be right. And on the, 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 the awesome chance that you are yay now get this baby out of me please okay you know what i'm saying so when they started doing crap like that i was already indifferent before don't get me wrong i can speak on the government of my country because i vote and that is something that irks my nerves and grinds my gears and burns my toasts and grits I can't stand it when people say, oh, this governance is just so stupid. Like, did you vote? What? Did you vote? What do you mean? Did you vote in any of the elections this year? If you don't vote in your state or in your country, you don't have a right to say crap about how they run it. You don't. You forfeited that right when you decided not to vote because when you don't vote, you give up your voice, which means you give up your rights to say anything about this country, which means you might as well just move out. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's how I feel about it. Oh my God, that's how I vote. I make sure I vote. And it might be, uh, as it always has been, the lesser of the two evils. <laughs> it's always the le- like, oh God, what do I pick? I don't know. They're both bad. They're <laughs> me and my sister had this discussion. It was election day. Oh my God. And we were like, girl, we were sitting at Waffle House. We were like, girl, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I don't know either. This is okay. Pros and cons. Pros and cons, girl. Pros and cons. Like, they're all bad. <laughs> there are no pros. Can we just not have a president these next four years? She's like, no, we gotta have something. <laughs> I don't trust that vice president. I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> it was literally like every other election there has ever been. It's always the lesser of the two evils. And it's that it's like that but it's also hilariously funny because as the people of the United States of America to use our voice to vote you just just give the job to me at least I know it's done right <laughs> to the best of my ability like what no I, why should I have to choose between the less to from two different evils there's two different evils like okay if i choose this one i might go to hell but if i choose this one i'm probably going to hell for sure ah i hate that that is so frustrating oh god well you know what i'm moving out of the countryside i have to make this decision every four years 
It's too much stress. Cause you listen to all of the talks, you listen to all of the news, you listen to all of the campaigns, and you're like, it's starting to sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. Womp 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 America. Womp 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 America. No, just shut up, please turn it off. It's kind of why I don't watch TV now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is so not what I came on here to talk about, but it's just so disrespectful that our own government disrespects the people it's supposed to. Oh, but this is, this is the level of disrespect that's in this country. That's how it all comes full circle. This is why we need to respect each other more. So our government can respect us as a people, respect our voices, because when you sit and think about it and ponder it, they don't. This is why we need to change. This is why we need to start respecting each other at the bottom level. Start respecting your neighbor, despite the fact that dog that he has won't shut up. Okay, or that their cat likes to dig in your yard and poop and then cover it up and then you step in it. Yeah. Okay. Try respecting your neighbor and you might find that they might just start respecting you too. Which is how it's supposed to be anyway. Okay. Try not to mow your yard when they're trying to go to sleep because, oh my God, I had a neighbor before I moved to Texas. And he would mow his yard, especially during the summertime, around 9, 8.30 at night when I'm trying to get my kids to go to sleep. Because it was cooler. Yeah. And we have allergies. And the thing that I'm allergic to most, as far as pollen goes, is freshly cut grass. So sleep. No. I'm up sneezing most of the night because that wind out there and just grass and pollen all in the air. And it seeps through the cracks in your house no matter what you do. Hachoo, hachoo, hachoo. Okay. And I had told him about it. I was like, could you like mow maybe in the morning? Like when you know we're up? Or warn us at least before the day you're going to mow? the day before you decide you're going to mow, so we can be prepared for it. No, no. You would just mow. And I would have to deal with, you know, taking Benadryl, which I hate taking Benadryl because it knocks me out. But anyway, that's all I came on here to talk to you guys about. Try to respect each other. Let it be a new good habit you start this year. And as usual, I'll talk to you guys later. And I hope you're having a wonderful whatever you're having. Love you guys. Bye, fam. Oh, another thing before I forget because I I have a terrible short-term memory. If you want to tweet, snap, or Instagram me, I'd love to hear from you guys. And it's all the same. It's Chandra Conway 37 That's C-H-A-N-D-R-A-C-O-N-W-A-Y 37. And I'm trying to spread the word about respect. So 
give this, send this podcast to your friends, especially the disrespectful ones. You might see a change in behavior if you do. Anyway, love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.